What's Swingin' Nation? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Fred Moore. Today we're doing a little solo cast, no guest, no interview, and I wanted to go over the Viking laws. Now, if you um, didn't watch it yet or listen to it yet, I did another episode, and it is um, basically the fire department code of conduct. I went through the list that is written out, and it's the code of conduct. It's a universal sort of list that is used throughout fire departments in the whole world. Uh, it might vary slightly from department to department, but it is just like a, it's like a universal code. And um, I wanted to go over that, and then I wanted to do the Viking laws and release both of them at the same time so that depending on which you find first you could listen or watch this particular episode first and then you could go to the fire department one if you're coming from the fire department code of conduct one to this one welcome uh, i'm glad you're still interested and um you want to follow up so um let's get right to it uh the viking laws all right so um during the the viking age the Norse had uh, an oral culture, really, and only uh, they wrote in ruin rune writing, um, you know, basically symbols. Okay, so um, they they did have laws, though, and they they had governments. They actually uh, did an archaeological dig, and they found out that they were very particular about trimming their beards. Um, they had little combs and stuff like that, I guess, to comb their, their beards. And the women did their hair really nice, and uh, they took care of themselves, you know. And they made all these tools and everything like that. They had their laws and their government, and, um, but they didn't have written law, you know. It was, again, rune writing. And, um, you know, the free men, the Vikings that were free – they, you know, they would make the laws and they would decide cases, you know, if there was things that needed to be, uh, you know, if there's possibility of crime or something like that. And um, I can't imagine what that must have been like. You know, I, I could just assume, you know, they made decisions, you know, and it wasn't anything written down. Like, imagine that nowadays, you know if we had that type of system where nothing was actually in writing and a bunch of free men would make the decisions for everybody uh, about the laws. So if you were not free, you might, you might not be in a favorable position at all. Um, but you know, they had what they had. So that's, that's it. So um, they, I guess they just, basically told the Viking laws, you know, it's a short list and they told them, they passed it down in stories, I guess, around the campfire. So let's go uh, right to it. There's uh, four laws that are written down here in the Google. So I don't know if there's more than this. I looked and it, they, they all, they're, it's this size list, it's four. So. Um, if I miss something, forgive me, please let me know, send me a message and I will update everything. 
but then, you know, each law is broken down a little bit to other details. So the first law is be brave and aggressive. So be brave and aggressive. That's their first law, you know. Um, that's pretty wild. That's like their first thing. Um, that's a law, you know, that you have to be brave and be aggressive. Um, sign of the times, right? Um, back in those days, I guess that was the call of order. If you weren't brave, you were called out for not being brave. And I don't know what happened to you. Did you get tossed out? Did you get executed? Did you um, get laughed at, mocked? I don't know. Uh, but since, the, since it's a law, you better find a way to be brave. And, you know, everybody could talk brave and act brave and everything. But it's sometimes hard to be brave, right? But I assume, too, this culture is so like aggressive and this is their way of life you get caught up in it you learn to be brave too um i think nowadays we could learn bravery bravery but we could just as easily learn to be scared or cowardice um from other people's examples uh especially like you know nowadays it seems like people have a lot more to lose or they they put too much value on what what they can lose you know what i mean like people will sell out for to protect their money and their wealth you know their land um i i remember reading a story about what was it the um in 1929 it was the palestine the palestinian and the the zionist israeli um conflict and the Palestinians were sold out by their own people. The people that sold them out were the wealthy people. And the reason why they sold them out was because the British government, or maybe it was the French government. Sorry if I'm getting this mixed up. I didn't expect to actually talk about this. Um, they, they pretty much threatened their, their fortunes. They said to the wealthy people, hey, we're going to take your houses. We're going to seize your land, you know, so on and so forth. And all of those people, cowards, just rolled over and sold out the people that were fighting for them. And, um, you know, cowards, that's it. And they connected, they connected much, they connected to their wealth, and that was important for them to protect. And I feel like the Vikings, mm, you know, they had things, right? But they didn't really have things you know and they built their own houses and i i feel like you know if they needed a place to live they could build something whenever they could leave they could do whatever they want to do in a way they had more freedom so i feel like that it, that helps them be more brave they're they're less they're less likely um to sell anybody out or or sell themselves out because uh they're not they're not connected to wealth and and um materialistic type things and they also believed strongly that they would go to Valhalla and party their asses off and I always feel like that in of itself was like what made them so strong and powerful was that they looked forward to dying it seemed like um, I'm, I'm just kind of slightly assuming that 
maybe they wanted to live, but they were like, eh, but if I die, I go to Valhalla. So um, I, I feel like all that helps them be more brave. But definitely for them to survive in, the, in those harsh uh, centuries, they, they needed bravery. And aggressiveness was probably over the top with these people. I mean, hyper-aggressive. Any, any type of aggression like that nowadays would be considered probably psychotic. Um, so it goes on to say, be direct. This is under the first law. Be direct, grab all opportunities. Use varying methods of attack. Be versatile and agile. I love that. Attack one target at a time. Yeah, don't have target ADD, all right? Can't, you can't swing a sword at more than one target. Um, don't plan everything in detail. That's pretty interesting, right? And use top quality weapons. So these are like major points they want you to follow. They're like, look, man. This is our law, and this is the stuff that you got to do. Use top quality weapons. Makes sense, right? Don't plan everything out in detail. That's pretty cool, man. That means uh, be able to adapt on the fly. That's what they're saying, you know. So adaptability. Attack one target at a time. Uh, be versatile and agile. Um, you know, what does that say? It says, you know, use your body well, you know. They, they lifted those heavy stones and they carried them on their ships. These like 200-pound, uh, 300-pound stones, they would carry them on ships to like Iceland and they'd go over there to, to conquer and, you know, I guess loot. And they're, they find their, their stones all around Europe. And they, they trained, man. They lifted rocks. They trained to be strong. And they, if you, if it says be agile, well, you got to train to be agile, right? So, I mean, this is, this is awesome stuff. All right, let's move on to law number two, which is be prepared. You know, is in America, are we prepared? Um, some people are, I see a lot of people that aren't. They're not prepared. They're not prepared for anything. They don't have extra money in the bank. They don't have extra food. They don't have a plan for like what happens if this happens, what happens if that happens. If the economy collapses, what's your plan? If uh, a virus pandemic should happen, what's your plan? If there's um, a rise in crime, what's your plan? What's your plan if somebody gets sick in the house? What's your plan if your house gets flooded and you have to move out? I mean, yeah, you can't plan for everything. And it does say in number one, uh, don't plan everything in detail. But um, being prepared is, is uh, good, you know. And I think in, in nowadays we, we think like, well, oh, if something goes wrong, somebody else is going to take care of me. And I think that's a mistake. So that's why I want to go over these laws because, you know, maybe this is something that we could hearken back to and kind of say, hey, what – Let's adopt this back into our lives. Um, it goes on to say, keep weapons in good condition. Keep in shape. Find good battle comrades. Agree on important points. That is awesome. Agree on important points and choose one chief. Yeah. Okay. So 
choose one chief makes sense. You don't want too many, too many chiefs and not enough, uh, you know, people following. But agree on important points. That is unbelievable. So what that's saying is this is an important point, guys. Um, we can talk about all the little stuff we want, and we can disagree on those points. But when it comes to the important points like our existence or, um, you know, our future, we need to come to an agreement. So it's, it's saying right there that, you know, don't debate. It says agree. So you have to find a way. Um, and I feel like they were so successful for such a long time, the Vikings, that they must have been good at that. They must have been good at taking other people's opinions against their own um, often, I would think. Uh, let's see. So, you know, find good battle comrades. That's pretty cool. You know, build a good team. You know, build a good team around you. Who are your battle comrades? I'm asking you, my audience. Um, do you have any? Do you have one? Do you have one good battle comrade? Get one. Get two. Pump them up. Call them up and say cool things to them. Like, yo, man, you're my, you're my battle comrade. And uh, if the shit hits the fan, I'm going to come and we're going we're gonna to kick ass together. You know, say cool things and inspire them. And they'll do that back to you. And then I like this. It says keep in shape. So in uh, law one, it says to be versatile and agile. Number two law, be prepared. It says keep in shape. You know, keep in shape. You're being prepared by doing that. So, um, again, they trained. They took care of themselves. How did they keep in shape? They probably worked out, trained with their weapons, and they ate egg whites with spinach. Just kidding. All right. Number three, be a good merchant. How cool is that? Be a good merchant. So do good business. Find out what the market needs. Do not promise what you can keep. Do not demand overpayment. Arrange things so that you can, what does it say? Return. Arrange things so that you can return. I guess, yeah, uh, don't burn any bridges, right? That's pretty cool. So find out what the market needs. I mean, this is, this is like, you can use this right now. Like, you know, I, I run a business. I'm going to use this stuff. Find out what the market needs. Do not promise what you can't keep. Don't, you know, that's everything, right? And then do not demand overpayment. That's a cool one too. Like, so don't, don't demand um, that people get you rip people off don't rip people off because then they know that what's going to happen oh they want they want too much um they suck don't go to them anymore that's pretty much what happens but it's like be it's almost like be honest you know pretty wild all right so let's move on to number four which is keep the camp in order keep your home in order Keep your workplace in order. Keep your gym in order. Um, keep things tidy and organized. Arrange enjoyable activities which strengthen the group. Make sure everybody does useful work. Consult all members of the group 
for advice. Wow. So that's a great way to keep everything in order in your home, your work, right? If you're a uh, owner of your own business, maybe you own your own gym and you got, you know, that's your camp. So keep things tidy and organized. Definitely. Right. You always want things clean, neat, organized in the same place where it belongs and you, the owner, must be in charge of doing that all the time and set the example as the leader. And then arrange enjoyable activities which strengthen the group. So, you know, modern day, you know, I, I don't know what they did back then, but I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall to see what kind of things that they arranged. <laughs> Probably was wild. Nowadays, you know, go to happy hour, um, go to a taco joint, you know. Um, some some like corporations they would do those like group weekend things. Oh, there's some some businesses have their own softball teams, and, you know. And you play softball together, and then you go out for pizza afterwards and a couple beers, and you know the group gets stronger that way. People get to know each other and they appreciate each other better, and they work together better. Um, make sure everybody does useful work. Yeah, I mean, get everybody doing something useful it's more productive and everybody feels like they're part of the, the plan and, and they feel like they're part of something and they're, they're contributing. People want that. They want to contribute. Uh, consult all members of the group for advice. Now that is wild, you know, consult them all. There, there's going to be times where you're going to say, well, Joe is a little uh, squirrely sometimes. Should I really be consulting with him? Imagine if you left Joe out, though. You consult with other people, but you never consult with Joe. How's Joe going to react to that? Well, if he's squirrely already. He's going to get even more squirrely. So, um, yeah, consult. And you might be surprised at what you find out from Joe. Um, he might have some good ideas, and you're going to say, you know what? He's not as squirrely as I thought he was. He's actually genius. So, pretty cool. Um, that's it, guys. That's the Viking Laws. And these are all these are all things you can use nowadays. Just look it up on Google. I almost uh, choked on my own breath right there. Uh, look it up on Google. Type in Viking Laws, and um, yeah, check it out. And thanks for listening in on this one. Um, Want to send a shout out to AdXClub.com. Use the discount code SMN2020 for a discount. Uh, ongoenergyspray.com use discount code steelmates25 for 25% off go to graziellacoffeecompany.com grab yourself a bag of coffee use the discount code macenation15 get 15% off and macefit.com another sponsor of the podcast Frank DeMeo out of Sarasota, Florida put together the Macefit program and you could get a certification through that system. It's good. I guarantee you like it. I got it. So I ain't going to steer you wrong. Um, it's not flow. It's, um, you know, training hard and heavy and doing ballistic stuff. And um, you could get a, if you mention the podcast to Frank, you tell him Fred sent you, you will get a free coaching call from Frank when you start your program. So I would jump on that, help out the sponsors, guys. Um, helping them helps out some good people. It also helps out this podcast. 
And the idea here with the podcast is to keep on going, keep on going, keep on flowing, keep on knowing. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube and also go to Spotify and subscribe. You'll get notified every time I drop a new episode. If you're on YouTube subscribing, you're going to get notified when I drop a full episode or a clip from a previous episode or when I update my vlog, which sometimes I just record stuff on my phone and it doesn't make it to the audio platforms. All you audio listeners out there, there's a few episodes of my vlog up on YouTube already. If you're interested in those, you could go check them out. Um, they're usually about 10 minutes long and it's some spontaneous stuff just shooting from the hip. And um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just more stuff for you if you're interested. And also I pump out, you know, videos and things like that. And uh, steelmacenation.com, um, I've been saying is going to be coming soon. I, at one point I was actually giving an actual date. Um, unfortunately, we went way past that date. And I don't want to say when it's going to come out. It might be out already. Uh, the, new website, the new website might be out already. I just, at the time of recording this, it's not. And I don't know when it is. Um, so it's going to be out or it is out just go and check it out um when you see a really cool website doing all kinds of cool things that's it uh, and there's going to be workout programs on there that you can download and steel mace nation certification which i put a lot of work into experimented with and had some people go through it for me and give me feedback uh, one of those guys is a fireman another person it's just uh, somebody that likes working out. Um, and another person, a uh, girl who said it was really hard. Um, and, um, but she liked it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's good stuff, guys. Um, and I want you to check it out. So all that and a bag of chips. Thanks a lot for listening. Talk to you next time.